Good afternoon, Packers fans. Time for some extra cheese. Coming to you live across the street from Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Day six of Packers training camp is in the books. I've talked to a lot of people today, but it is time to talk to you fine folks, Green Bay Packers fans worldwide, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels, because that's what we do. We're devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide, of course. Before I go anywhere, I got to give a big time shout out to our friends over at Ticket King. That's right. Ticket King's been in Wisconsin since 1992, right over there on Oneida Street. I got a ton of great people ready to help you with all your Green Bay Packers ticket needs. You can utilize the Cheesehead TV app if you're looking for Packers tickets. Just go to the schedule. Individual links for each single game. Going back to Ticket King is available for you there. Do it, people. You know you want to. And you know what else you want to do? You want to get yourself the official 2022 22 yearbook of the Green Bay Packers. Go to PackersYearbook.com and use promo code CHTV for 10% off. That's promo code CHTV for 10% off at PackersYearbook.com. Do it, folks. You know you want to. You also know you want to chill and have some fun talking Packers. So many of you already joining us. Thank you so much. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, I have a huge announcement to make. Big! is here what's up big b good to see you buddy so so good to see you gonna be here very soon you'll be in that very area can't wait to say hello hope you're doing well gary's here of course always repping jesse thanks for the super chat starting us off romeo dobbs is the next jedi all right i've heard some uh you know some high praise for the kid this might be taking it a step too far. Let's let's let him get through his training first, shall we? But yeah, he is exciting. There is no doubt about it. Um, I, that catch he had in the end zone today, my goodness, that was absolutely beautiful. Jordan Love made a phenomenal throw too, by the way. Um, but corner of the end zone, no place else other than where his guy could get it. Dobbs, great job securing the football, making sure his feet, both feet are inbounds for the touchdown. Control the ball all the way to the ground. Phenomenal play by the rookie. It was just, I mean, it was very, very impressive. Eddie, how are you? Thanks for joining me. Nags, any defenders come to play today? Uh, yes. Rashawn Gary at one point today had a rep where in team stuff, so it's full 11 on 11, he completely blew up the interior of the offensive line. Um, it's been a recurring theme as far as, pressure getting to the quarterback from both lines but today he dialed it up a notch kind of all over the field um yeah this particular play Rodgers was back to pass and it couldn't have been two seconds and he had Rashawn Gary basically in his lap grown men hanging on for dear life Rashawn is just wrecking things man I'm telling you it was uh it was impressive how is Sean Ryan doing Ivan I will say I'm surprised that he hasn't looked better than he has so far. Now, with that said, it is still extremely early. Who knows what ends up happening as far as his best position? Um, I know they've been kind of utilizing him mostly at um, with the guard spots. I mean, left and and right. I think a little bit more on the right side. But um, you never really know. They get into the groove, see what happens. You know, guys like T.J. Lang when he first got to Green Bay and was playing tackle, and you were like, hmm, that doesn't really work. And then he became an amazing guard. Same thing with Mike Wall back in the day, right? You just – you got to let guys settle in a little bit. Um, but that said, yeah, he – and he, by his own admittance, the kid himself talked about it at his locker. 
you know, how hasn't really played up to his standard, at least in his own mind. I think, you know, there's no not telling tales out of school there. So yeah, it's uh it's a work in progress. There was Sean, no doubt about it. Who's the top return candidate for special teams? Good question, Callum, especially after today. Today they did a drill where it is designed specifically to kind of make it tough on the returner. You know, um, it goes very high and short and you have to judge it. And they were using the jugs machine to give it a little extra spin, makes it a little harder. They're doing directional stuff. But I'm telling you, everyone muffed it or messed up or misjudged it except for Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was the only one who was clean the entire practice when it came to the return stuff. But everybody else, Amari Rogers, Romeo Dobbs, Ishmael Hyman, they all had problems. So, I mean, it's good they got that working. That's stuff they're going to have to deal with, whether it's the spin of the ball, whether it's, you know, short kicks with guys rushing in your face. You know, those are all elements you have to deal with as a returner. But, man, it was not a not a banner day for the return group today. Um, is the extra cheese cheesy? I should hope so. Zach, thanks for the super chat. Okay, but seriously, though. Okay, but seriously, though. I love it. I love, I love, I don't even know what the rest of this says. I haven't even looked. I'm just telling you, man. I love that. I love that it starts that way. Okay, but seriously, though. Was it the Packers who were spreading the lack of production and work ethic narratives about Gary before the draft just so far off? Yeah, it is weird, right? The idea that this guy, the guy we've come to know and love here in Green Bay, had questions about his work ethic? What? clearly that's someone trying to get him to drop. I mean, it had to be. There's just, I just, it doesn't square with what we've seen year in and year out from Rashawn here in Green Bay. It's just not, it just doesn't. So I don't know, Zach, that's a good question. Quite possible. Maybe I'll ask Brian that tomorrow morning. Uh, and a reminder, programming note, no Packers Daily tomorrow morning. I will be doing a single chat tomorrow and that will be after practice. Just for your info. Overshadow Sean with the old school pappies. Thanks, buddy. Someday, someday, we will have accumulated enough Super Chats to convince Corey Banke to buy a bottle of pappies for the studio. Someday. We'll see. Michael, thank you for the Super Chat. Greatly appreciate it, bud. That ought to cover a bowl of Booyah Krolls. There you go. There you go. Michael came to play, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, buddy. Really appreciate it. Jair would be the boisterous assassin. <laughs> That's good, Brandy. That's very good. We have the quiet assassin and the boisterous assassin. I like that. I love you guys, and I love the Green Bay Packers. Thank you, Jesse. Right back at you. Salut. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Oh, wait. It's 5 o'clock here. Okay, great. Is anyone showing enough to overtake Lazard as number one wide receiver? Not yet. I mean, even with all the great stuff Dobbs is doing, He's still a rookie, you know. Amari Rogers and Randall Cobb are slot guys. They're never going to be, like, truly in the rotation to be the perimeter number one type. I think Sammy Watkins, what is it? I think today was his first real full practice. So, long way to go, but I I don't see anyone kind of overtaking him in that regard for much of the year. And even then, it's even if he is, quote-unquote, the number one wide receiver, it's such a misnomer in Green Bay this year. You know, it's going to be matchup dependent. I think Aaron Jones probably ends up catching almost just as many passes as Lazard does at the end of the season. So, I mean, Lazard is absolutely 100% prime for a productive year. I do not doubt that for a second. 
but I just don't think they're going to operate in the sense of having a true quote number one because essentially they got a lot of different dudes who can do a lot of different things, but they don't have the classic traditional number one wide receiver on their roster, and that's okay. They can still win a boatload of games. How long we've we been into this Pappy's thing, folks? Two years? That's a great question. I think I should posit that to one Mr. Corey Banky. Because I got to think at some point we're coming up on, I don't know, a little, getting close to the bottle of Pappy's? I don't know. We'll see. Hey, drunken Cappy Barra. I don't know what that means, but go pack go. Thanks for checking out the stream on Twitch. Appreciate it. Next, how did my boy, Clemson boys Amari and Sammy do? I will say Amari Rogers got his first real kind of look-see from Rogers um, a couple times today. One in particular was really um, a really nice play where started with the back in the backfield, split him out, went to a kind of a five-wide look, defense kind of backed up, um, and Amari ran a, a bit of a slant, and Rogers did a phenomenal job, as he is wont to do, of waiting for the window to clear. He knew exactly what the rotation was going to be, at least on that side of the ball. And Amari kind of broke into the open window and the ball was right there. Rogers threw with perfect anticipation. Amari was right there, turned it upfield, decent size gain. Hopefully, you know, see a little bit more of that as things go along. Got to think that's part of a package, something they're installing, something maybe they'll reach for at certain times. But um, yeah, Amari, I think had, a good practice today. Matt mentioned that yesterday was one of his better practices. So piecing things together there, at least from scrimmage, like I mentioned before, rough day uh, as a returner, uh, but that went for everybody. Um, yeah. And as far as Watkins, like I said, first kind of real run of a practice for him and he was running with the ones and because of his kind of return, you know, he's been getting a lot of uh, snaps, both with the ones and the twos. He had a really nice over route today that uh, Jordan Love threw a phenomenal ball hitting him kind of 15, 20 yards down the field. So Watkins is getting kind of back into the mix, so to speak. But that means that there's fewer reps for Dobbs, right? You know, and that's kind of the cascading effect when you have injuries or when guys return. But Watkins is easing in slowly. I will say the last, very last play of teams where they did one-on-one stuff, or not one-on-one, but like they did ones versus ones. Um, Rodgers threw an absolute missile. And it was a little high, and Watkins did a phenomenal job of getting up and grabbing it and making sure he secured the catch and turning up field for, I think, what probably would have been a first down, if not a touchdown. But um, it's good. It's good to see them start working together, start building that chemistry, um, start starting to see glimpses of it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply say that 
Um, let's see what else we got. Um, make sure I don't miss any. Joe's Home Theater, what's going on, bud? Is the love hype real? We heard the same last year. Well, yeah, but then he got hurt. You know? And he wasn't playing like he's playing today. He's playing in this camp as far as sticking his foot in the ground and making the throws. I, mean, I can only tell you what we saw. And today he was really slinging it. He had two or three really absolutely gorgeous throws. One of them went for a touchdown. One was for a big gain to Sammy. Another one he had on the left side there. I can't remember who it was to, but it was a gorgeous ball and an out route. Man looks good. I mean, circumstances can change. Things can be different, especially in a regular season game where the opposing defensive coordinator just presses engage eight over and over and over again, and you seemingly never adjust. I can't really blame the quarterback for that one. Um, but yeah, so far, absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Real. The hype is real. Saul. Thanks for the super chat. You think the Packers will sign a veteran offensive tackle for depth like the last few years with Valdir, Wagner, and Kelly? Yeah, the difference, of course, is that they're already in camp, right? I mean, the Kelly thing happened right before camp, if I remember right. Like, legit, I think a few weeks before camp. Um, Wagner was in during the offseason. Valdir, the first time around, was during the offseason. So I think they're going to look at what they've got and try and get into these preseason games. And if things, you know, seemingly aren't, as good as they'd hoped, and maybe if a standard is not met, then possibly they look outside the building. I, they're always looking, as they will always tell you. Um, I would suspect a move is imminent. I think they've got some stuff to work with. They're, Zach Tom has been more than holding his own. You've got Yash, and now you've got a lot of young guys working alongside them. And I will say, I do want to give a special shout-out to Cole Van Lannen because I thought he had a really good practice today and I have not been high on him. I, I kind of questioned throwing him out there at tackle in the off season, blah, blah, blah. Thought he had a hell of a practice. He looked good, really good in one-on-ones. I thought, um, didn't win every rep, but I thought he looked good. And yeah, I, I thought he had a really solid practice and that's a guy who these is what we talk about, right? Young players with opportunities got to make the most of them. Got to put together a couple of good practices, maybe get some more of those opportunities I think Cole, hopefully, you know, putting together a solid camp. Certainly good today. So, yeah, to button it back up with your question, I'd be surprised if it was this soon in camp, but they're always going to be looking. They're definitely going to be making calls and seeing what's out there as far as when other teams make moves and whatever's available on a waiver wire, et cetera. 365 job, right? As Brian always says. Uh, Jeffrey. Thank you for the super chat. Mr. Nagler, tool, baby. So you think RD has an, enough punch to end up as a top five? The top five thing is so weird. Why is it like the delineation of choice? They're going to be a really good defense as long as they stay healthy. And then when they're not healthy, which is inevitable because it's football, um, they're still going to be pretty good, I suspect. But yes, on paper, no doubt. Unfortunately, game's not played on paper. Uh, <laughs> Nags, what kind of start does a defense need to have to earn a nickname? And do you have any in mind? Nothing springs to mind yet. We want to see them a little bit longer than we have so far before churning through nicknames. But I know Snow Fly Zone has been bandied about quite a bit. I don't mind that, but I'd like something maybe a little tougher. Um, anxious to see when we get some real hitting going on, how it looks. You know, they definitely fly. They're definitely sideline to sideline. They're definitely sticky in the secondary. 
Um, but no, no uh, nicknames to bandy about just yet. Overshadow Sean, thanks for the super chat, bud. How does Ford 99 look so far? Um, haven't really noticed him except for a play today in team where he was so quick to penetrate and get into the backfield, he could have taken the handoff. Uh, he, that It was a very impressive play. And you got to think, that's they would like to see a couple more of those every day, right? Um, but for the most part, I haven't really seen a ton of him, mostly because I've been watching the ones. I watched the twos and threes a little bit. But today was the first time he really kind of made me take notice, so to speak. It was a very impressive play. Um. JD, I hear Yash is looking real good. Not to rehash, but why didn't he start in the playoffs? Jake, Jake. Why well, you always got to bring up old shit, man? Yeah, they, he didn't play in the playoffs because Steno wanted experience out there over unproven player potential, essentially. And, you know, to Steno's credit, he's earned it. I mean, he's he's owned it. He's talked about it. He talked about it this offseason. And it was his call. Everybody was on board with it. Obviously, Matt has to sign off on it. But it was Steno's idea. It was Steno's call. And we'll never really know what the outcome would have been had Yash played. I think he would have helped. I don't think he changes the outcome of that game, though. And I certainly don't think the entire offense just wakes up if Yash is out there at left tackle. You know, I think he would have, you know, had his rough moments just as much as everybody else against that front. They were they were playing very, very well. And they were very, very tough. Um, what else we got, folks? Football and crab cakes. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Imagine a six-four nickelback. If Quay switches, I can't. <laughs> well, he won't be switching to uh defensive back anytime soon, but he moves like a DB. It's crazy. I was just on the radio talking about that. Like, it's nuts to see him out there like turning his hips and run with guys in the slot, and it doesn't matter what position, tight end, running back, wide receiver. He's got it. It's crazy. Mm. Returner job still wide open? Oh, 100%. No doubt about it. Luke, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Man, that picture of Dobbs and Watson jumping got me excited for these young guys in the future. It should, man. It should. Dobbs is looking legit as hell. I can't wait to get Watson out on the field. Really excited for his potential as well, obviously. And I'm, I'm, I keep saying this in like every podcast, radio appearance, whatever, but I'm really anxious to see what Danny Davis does in the preseason see what kind of opportunities he gets, what he makes of them. He looks legit, man. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar or anything like that, but I think he's got practice squad written all over him. Uh, I really like him, and I didn't know much about his game. I know he's from Wisconsin, um, but you guys know me. I don't watch college football. Don't pay attention barely at all to much of it. So I didn't know anything about him, but every day, really consistent, comes to play, makes plays, doesn't make mistakes. I like this kid. I like him a lot. Uh, what's up, Crab Cakes? Does Rogers favor Newman over Runyon? Seems to be. It's impossible to say. You're just kind of gleaning stuff from media availabilities or what he might say and or the demeanor he may carry in a practice. Doesn't mean much of anything. Careful on that. We don't really know. We know what they want us to see, essentially, when it comes to that kind of thing. Nicholas, thanks for the super chat. Do you think Rasul can handle the quicker, shiftier slot guys? I am very anxious to find out, Nicholas. Very anxious to find out. I know they love him in there, and they have been running him almost exclusively in the slot so far in camp. Um, but, yeah, it's a question. 
no doubt about it. That's something I would think an offensive coordinator would lean towards at least early to try and see if he can hold up in that regard, right? Try to go after him with one of those types. Now, that said, I would never bet against Russell at this point. Like, he has kind of shown up and picked up where he left off as far as just being fundamentally sound, in the right place, plays on the ball. Hasn't had an interception yet, but he's been everywhere and he's done everything. And he looks stout against the run, which is why you like him in that nickel spot, because he's going to hold up on the edge. But, yeah, I think that's a test. I think that's a test that's coming. No question about it. I mean, if I'm an offensive coordinator, I absolutely try to make that happen. G-fence is great. I like that. I like we-fence. I think we-fence seems to be like a a, um, a bit of a lightning rod. Some people like it. Some people don't. I haven't really decided myself. Oh, we got to go. Got to get rid of the spam. There we go. Sorry about that, guys. Love them. Love all the spam in the chat. Gotta love it. There we go. Getting rid of them. Matthew, what's up? Will J-Love ever get a chance to start in Green Bay? That's the billion-dollar question. I would suspect no, given the way Rodgers is right now and the relationship with the team. And I know it's a year-to-year proposition, but he would be walking away from a boatload of money if he retires this offseason. Save for the Packers winning the Super Bowl and Rodgers riding off into the sunset, which is a possibility. Outside of that, I doubt it. But there's so much ball game to go. So much ball game to go. Metro, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Thanks for the coverage, Nags. Cannot wait for this season. I'm with you, Metro. I am with you. Thank you, brother. Carl, thank you for the Super Chat. Hey, Nags, how's the running back depth this year? I haven't been looking at that group as much. Thanks. I think we do kind of take it for granted the fact that we do have two phenomenal frontline backs, right? Between Aaron and AJ. Um, Goodson has looked solid. I, I tell you what, I like this Baylor kid, this undrafted free agent. He's pretty decent. And he had a couple of nice reps in pass pro today. From what I hear, I missed them myself. I was watching something else, but Andy was telling me how he really stuck his nose in there and, you know, took on the backers and was just fine and held up. That's what you need to do. You're a young back trying to make this team. Pass pro is always number one. Got to protect the franchise. So um, still shaking out. We'll see how it develops here once the pads have been on for a little while longer and preseason games start up. Who knows? We may get an extended look at some of them on family night. So, uh, but yeah, look out for Baylor. I really like him. Uh, Rogers hurt toe. Thanks for the super chat. Looking like a pimp today, Nags. Anyway, it's official. Jay loves release a lot quicker. The toe. I don't know if it's a lot quicker. It's a lot smoother. That's what I've noticed. Um, I don't think he's ever going to have a quick release, especially not like Rogers. But there were a number of throws today where he stands tall, hits the top of his drop, transfers his weight, and spins the ball in a way that he certainly wasn't doing a couple of years ago. Um, that's improved, no doubt. But that kind of a lo- bit bit of a, an elongated delivery, I just, I, I'd be surprised if that ever truly left him. We'll see. How's 87 look? Really good. Michael, thanks for the super chat. Put a veggie stand outside the fence. Corey's... <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a good idea. Crab Cakes, what's up? Can I count on you to watch a game in New York City with me? Doubtful, because I got to work, dude. Everybody wants to hang out and watch games, and I love this idea. But our literal moneymaker and a biggest kind of stream every single week is the watch party. 
So it's hard to commit to going and watching games with anybody else anywhere else. Unless it's like, you know, in Lambeau Field or in London. We'll definitely be doing that. Uh, what else we got? Got that one. Got that one. Almost done here. Andy Herman, king of training, training camp tweets. Andy kills the game, man. Kills the game when it comes to live tweeting the action there. If you aren't following Andy, you are missing out. If you're the type who wants to, you know, get play-by-play, know exactly what's happening on every play, Andy's your man. He kills it. Is Preston having a quiet camp? I wouldn't call it a quiet camp. He's, you know, pressuring the quarterback with regularity. I mean, it's hard to say one way or the other just because he's not allowed to touch the QB, you know? And I know everybody talks about Rashawn, so you kind of don't hear about Preston, but I think he's having a good camp. Absolutely. Oh, there we go. More spam. Love him. Jesse, thanks for the super chat. Getting the new Madden? Got to play when it drops. Oh, am I getting the new Madden? Do I breathe? Do I drink beer? Yes, I'll be getting the new Madden. 100%. And hey, any Patreon member can challenge me to a game of Madden anytime they want. Just message me on Patreon. All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Guys, have a great night. I'll see you after practice tomorrow. Go Pack Go.